Bros, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we are wrapping up our Dungeon World episodes, at least for a while, to make room for our new C2E2 Extravaganza episodes. Every week in April, starting on March 31st, we are going to have a brand new one-shot series in a different game system featuring a comics-themed game. Next week, we're playing X-Men Fiasco, written by myself, Samuel Kay, and Kat Murphy, and run with Matt Wilson from Comics Alliance and the War Rocket Ajax podcast. You won't want to miss that one. Speaking of things you don't want to miss, One Shot will be at CODCON at the College of DuPage April 4th through 6th and at C2E2 April 25th through 27th. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Those ratings and reviews help us get featured, which means more people are able to find the show. I'd also appreciate it if you followed us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. That way you can get the latest updates about OneShot, Critical Success, and the Epiphany role-playing system, which is currently in development. But with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. And... Welcome, everybody, back to the One Shot Podcast. Uh, we are continuing our, like, long month celebration of Dungeon World. You're getting multiple Dungeon World episodes this month. It should be a ton of fun for you guys. Uh, and let me go around and just introduce you to some of the players who are involved. Uh, first up, we have my podcasting life partner, mm-hmm. Alex Manich. Welcome. Welcome to One Shot. Hey, thanks for having me back. Hey. Any, any time. I have uh, a confession for, for you listeners. Over over the time that I've been coming on One Shot and, and doing these uh, role-playing games, I've actually taken some interest in doing it outside of a podcasting format. format. So we've yeah. got a convert. A convert. Here. You, yeah, you might have gotten a convert. This is the first. Uh, th- this show is really the first time I got into it, and and now I'm kind of I I want I want more. There's no might of in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> You're we have you now. We have you. Yeah. yeah, that's so. We'll see. You know. We'll see if my my fiance stays with me. All right. No. So let's uh, let's remind ourselves who your character is. <laughs> sure. Uh, my character is Halick. Uh, and he has the head of, uh, John Malkovich, <laughs> the bod of, uh, a one, uh, Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. Uh, we're, we're talking transporter to Jason Statham. Right. Right. Yeah. Fit. Very fit. Uh, so a, a question that I have, you, you, you pow around with your bear. I do. I have a bear, uh, <laughs> named Bruce. Named Bruce. Uh, where did, how did you meet Bruce? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, it is a good question. Uh, I'm a great interviewer. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I actually found Bruce as a cub, uh, and she was her mother was nowhere to be found. She was just uh, out in the woods in the middle of nowhere. And so uh, we did, you know, we, we got together, and I started taking her around with me. Little did I know that as she would grow up, she would become incredibly large mm-hmm. uh yeah. i think 12 feet tall 12 feet tall 12 feet tall it's a kodiak when, bear yeah when standing at, at full <laughs> at full height uh so i actually found her uh as a cub and i've raised her that's why she's so so fiercely loyal so fiercely loyal and attached to you oh that's yeah. that's a sweet story mm-hmm. 
Um, well, let, let's move on to our next contributor, uh, Maggie Dempsey. Oh, welcome. Nice. Welcome back. Thanks. Uh, I, I believe we have a convert with you as well as you went out and you bought your own dice. I did. I went to the game store and I, I, I used the proper terminology and I think I scared the, the nice guys who were in there fixing to play some really intense looking game. What's a proper terminology? Um, I was like, do you guys sell D6 here? <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest. That is the funniest. And- I felt some, like some guy took you out to the alley and opened up his code and showed you his dice. No, I get I get these six right here. Colors. Yeah. Look at my cubed <laughs> balls. It was it was really traumatizing. <laughs> Cube shaped balls. <laughs> the six sided die is really uncommon, so it's good that you were able to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of just saying dice, they wouldn't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, buy a Monopoly game. Come on. Or oh, that's that's great though. <laughs> Uh, and, and Maggie, who are you playing? I'm playing the bard Frizabeth. Um, she's got kind of a, a sassy show tellers kind of thing who, uh, who understands the value of information. And actually, um, Jessica said, I think maybe the nicest thing ever, um, about me, uh, specifically about Frizz, um, is that she's kind of like a Barbara Streisand bard or a Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Barbara Streisand. Which is probably the nicest thing anyone's ever said to or about me or some fictitious. Well, let's see. No, are you, are you on the circuit at all as a bard? Do you perform or are you mostly adventuring sort who's just sort of jovial and, uh, why choose? Why choose? I think, um, I think she's someone who doesn't ever stop performing, but I don't think that's ever her focus. Like she can turn it on at the drop of a hat and it's really valuable to be able to kind of hide in plain sight in that way. She, it's good for a distraction. It's good for, um, exchange of information. It's good for kind of reading the crowd. So it's I think nice inconspicuous choose? bard character. You don't see that a lot. Uh, but like what, what's some, what's your most popular song, your go-to, your standard? Okay. Well, it's kind of a personal story for her. Um, she had this thing, um, and it was kind of back. It was, a, it was a little while ago. She's no spring chicken anymore with that with king leland uh and actually uh uh his pet name for her was actually um muffin and so Ooh. she's got a really uh, a really popular song about um about muffin love and it's it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing that she likes to use to a my muffin top yeah. <laughs> exactly you've heard it um yeah so she likes to kind of go around and sing that song and it's kind of tongue-in-cheek and a little uh i don't know kind of a fond memory of a former lover as well as kind of reminding him that she hasn't forgotten what went on <laughs> All right. And let, let's move on to uh, Colin Cunningham. Welcome. Welcome to yes. One Shot. You're, you're experiencing the thrill of actually playing role-playing <laughs> games. Yeah. When last we met, I was introduced as only having read about them being a very... and uh, Yeah. And, now, and now, you, now you're getting to play them a little bit. Not only that, but I have big news. <gasps> Ooh. I started uh, running my own game. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. So, what, what system do you use? Uh, Fate. Oh, yeah. great system. Oh. Wonderful. Oh, that's fun. Is it uh, what we're getting away from the character a little bit, but is, is it uh, like Fate? Fate Core, or are you doing Dresden Files? We're doing the uh, the Fate Accelerated Edition. Ooh, FAE. Mm-hmm. Uh, great uh, plug for a system that we're not featuring on the show yet. Everybody go out and buy that. $5. $5. It's a real steal for a role-playing system. Oh, that's great. Well, uh, well who who are you playing? I am uh, Taros, the druid. Um, <laughs> I, I forgot. Uh... Druid. <laughs> Right? The, yeah, he's, he turns he's, into, he's thinking of changing classes. Well, <laughs> he's not. He doesn't have much conviction. <laughs> no, he's he's a flighty character. He turns into different animals, so I can you know uh, change on a whim. Um, That's true. Uh, now, how did he discover his druidic powers? 
how did he discover them? Well, he he uh, uh, despite living the latter part of his life on the uh, the Sapphire Islands, he uh, he started off in a normal elf village in the woods, uh, typical elf things. Um, and you know, one day he uh, he just really really was into animals, really <laughs> felt a connection mm-hmm. uh, to everything. Is that creepy kid in your class? Yeah, he he was kind of creepy uh, with his devotion to learning everything about animals and uh, you know studying the wilds and. Um, he, he would even eschew like the, the very minimalist elven living styles to like just sleep in the grass. He, right. He, he, okay. Tree houses were too much for him. So he went in the grass and, uh, eventually turned into a snake one day and it's like, wow. It's really comfortable kind of... to sleep as a snake. And look, yeah. look, I've got powers too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. And let's move on to our special guest of the Jessa channel, Jessica Eden Quinn. Uh, welcome back to One Shots. I hope I pronounced that entire yes, name correctly. Yes, you did. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Hi. I never do that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and hi, I'm Jessa from the com. And um, yeah, I I play Honoria Wakenfell. All right. Well, let's learn a little bit more about Honoria because we already have her backstory. We know that she was once a proud paladin uh, who was deceived uh, and she awoke mm-hmm. one day as a fallen woman. It happens. Um, now, <laughs> happened to me last Thursday, but you know, oh, man. walk it off. You gotta walk it off. <laughs> um, what, uh, what was the, now, the, I imagine there must have been like a darker period, a much darker period, like when she first fell. Uh, you know, what were her immediate reactions? Like what, 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 what things did she do that she regretted to being okay, kicked so, out of her order? You know. You know, you know that that love, that high school love that that mm-hmm. we've all had, hope and uh, maybe, and yeah. uh, and those of us that were cool. Although mine was, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say although mine was kind of like in the early thirties, but who counts? <laughs> um, and yeah, so you know how you, <laughs> you, you, you know you you the, the day after it's over, the day after you've had the talk, the day after they say, it's not me, it is you. Mm-hmm. Um. That how you handle that, you know. For me, I I handled it by drinking um a lot of a lot of uh, vodka. <laughs> vodka, so the, I the think, mythical yeah. liquor. Exactly. So I think what she did is Honoria did something similar. You know, for her, it was like a breakup. It was like a loss of the self. You know, and so I think she handled it by drinking a whole lot of screwdrivers. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Or, or or whatever you know. I think that in in this world, it's um kind of more of like an appley meaty punch type of thing that you know you think oh this isn't really that much you know and the next day you wake up with your underwear on your yeah, head yeah it's a very sour drink a very yeah. sour mythical drink that has an ethereal green glow to it they call it uh, apple pucker <laughs> <laughs> apple pucker <laughs> yeah so she had like made by she shitty gnomes <laughs> Her sorrows in a bucket of pucker. All right. Well, let's let's drown our sorrows in yeah, some I fantasy my role play to involve more alcohol use and abuse. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, sure. Well, uh, before he turned into a snake, he got really drunk. There we go. Yay. Look at how cool this show is, kids. <laughs> and then everybody smoked. Okay. 
Um, but when we last left off, uh, you guys were in a dungeon. Uh, you were actually about to des- uh, descend into a very dark section of the floor that you had opened up, and you heard the skulking of some undead horrors beneath you. Skulk, 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 skulk. Um, skulky, skulky, I'm gonna go ahead. Skulky. Uh, can I go ahead and use my bardic lore power? Um, and I get to um, ask a question about the dead and un- undead. The uh, absolutely. Dead and undead. Roll two d six, which I have now. Ooh. <laughs> I also uh, I actually didn't get any dice. <laughs> oh, gross. Snake eyes. So in this, you get a fact that is true. Um, uh, but only interesting, not useful, uh, and that is undead often have pale skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> glad I helped, guys. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you glad she's around? Yeah. yeah nah, thanks for that. Get some of those gripping bardic tales. Strangely enough, though, Halek didn't know that. I don't know that. <laughs> he didn't know that. This is his first encounter with the undead. Oh, wow. Yeah. First encounter with the undead. Uh, let me, I need some, uh, some dice. Yeah. Um, deal them in on some of those dice. You can have the snake eyes ones. Those are, those oh, yeah. are doing these, real great. These, this hot, these hot, uh, <laughs> these hot dice hot. are mine. I have like pathetic little, there. Great. Uh, so, uh, when you try to, so I can, you, uh, am I follow? Can I do hunt and track where I follow a trail of clues left behind by passing creatures? Would these guys count as creatures? They definitely would. Although the thing is, they you know that they are in a hole in the ground beneath you. Oh, okay, but there's no like tracking. So like if you track them, you'd be like, they're there. <laughs> <laughs> there they are. I found them. Uh, found- <laughs> a lot of useful uh, information being passed around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I think have... Honoria is going to try and turn towards Tarek and say, am I saying that right? Taros. Tarek. Right? Taros, sorry. Is it Taros? going to turn towards yeah. Taros okay. and offer to aid or, or to aid him. Um, and she wants to offer him help uh, and roll plus bond okay. with him. Okay. So uh, in this, you are trying to aid him in. Are you going to spout lore about the undead? Terrace, or well, what are you aiding we, him in? When we left, I'm aiding. When we left, us I am last, aiding him in wanting to. Uh, oh, sorry about that, <laughs> Alex. I I'm, I wanted to aid him in going down into the hole, like build up his um, ability to fight using prayer or whatever. Oh, power give him to give him a forward one to his next action. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And what were you saying, Taros? Sorry. Well, when uh, when we last left off, I think that I was a uh, I'm still a jaguar or something. Yeah. Um, oh, awesome. You definitely. Yeah. Are. I yeah. That. I, I think I still had like like one or two um, hold left on that one. I wanted to uh, to use my cat like like night vision to yeah. uh, to peer into. Uh, All right, and you've I got forward one to discern realities. So roll a discern realities. Five six, and that's plus wisdom. Yep, plus wisdom and plus the two that you got, one from being the cat and one for the prayers of of Honoria. Okay, cool. Then that's a 10. All right. So 10, you get to ask three questions from the discern reality sheet. Okay. Um, what should to... I be on the lookout for? <laughs> Ghouls. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what is about to happen? You're probably about to encounter some ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, I just blew my first two wishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's really in control here? Interesting that you should ask that, because as you peer down into the hole, uh, you notice and and you hear with your jaguar ears, um, there is the clinking of chains. And as you peer down at the hole, you you as your eyes adjust to the darkness, you see that the ghouls are chained up in a particular section of that dungeon. So clearly somebody is using these ghouls as some sort of guard or defense. How far down can I ask how is it? Can we jump into the hole without hurting ourselves? Yeah, you could definitely do that. It's probably about 10 feet um, down. They're chained. And, and Honoria would like to take a rope out of her adventurer's packet and, and uh, drop that down if for for and offer it, you know, with a flourish to our bard. Mm. <laughs> All right, we might as well just be stock up and go see what's going on if we're going to get the stupid chalice. What do you guys think? <laughs> skulka, 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 skulka. <laughs> Good kitty, scritch, 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 scritch. Honoria says, uh, you go down first, sister. And then I will follow directly afterwards. All right, all right. Um, what do I have to? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Bruce, you bring up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna climb down the rope. And Anoria to... wonders what that smell is and offers the bear a mint. <laughs> it was fish. <laughs> Bears eat fish and berries. Okay. Um, <laughs> So you start, uh, you, you start climbing down the hole, and as you do, the ghouls um, excitedly uh, fight against their chains. They're reaching out for you. You're just beyond their grasp. Skulk, skulky, skulky, skulk noise. <laughs> um, Anoria uh, 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 heads towards the first one with her sword outdrawn and attempts to run it through. Yeah, roll that. Roll that. 2d6. Okay. That is a 2d6. Is there any plus on that? Just yeah, for, that um, is plus your... I, I have... What, whatever your attack stat is. Um, it could be strength. It could be... Mm. I, think, I yeah, think it's strength that, for I, swords. I think it's my strength. It's strength so for that swords would be, and dex uh... for... Okay, so that's 2d6 plus 2... And that is a 12. All right. So you do indeed run them through. uh, Roll your damage. Your damage is a D10. Um, And my damage is a D10. Mm -hmm. So one D10 is seven damage. Excellent. Uh, So you you, uh, run right up to that uh, ghoul and you stick your sword uh, deep into its chest and and the creature howls in pain, uh, but you can tell that it's very single-minded. As as you ran it through a little bit, but it starts pushing into the sword to get nearer to you, and it tries to bite at you. Oh. It doesn't succeed. You manage to pull your sword out and back away. But clearly, even when injured, these creatures are dangerous. I'm going to take out my bow, uh, and I'm going to go for some headshots here. All right. Um so I roll 2d6 to see if it's successful, and then a d8 for damage? Uh, yes. Okay. Don't get ahead of yourself. You haven't hit yet. Right. <laughs> and remember, if you hit, if you get above a 10, uh, so 
on these uh, attack rolls, we, we covered this last time, but just so everybody knows, if you get seven to nine, you succeed, but take a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Now, if you roll 10 and above, you're allowed to take one of those disadvantages for an additional D6 of damage. Oh. So everyone remember that. Um, and I Alex, won't roll away. <laughs> I won't. So this it's is literally are, seconds later. This is the, <laughs> I don't remember anything. Uh, so the, the, this is, these are the hot dice. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh Whoa! man. The opposite of Box their cars. first rows. I should yeah. just give those to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so 12, uh, and then I need my, I need a D8. Yeah. So yeah, you, you do your D8 of damage. You have the option of, uh, taking a disadvantage in order to, uh, do extra damage right now. And what the disadvantage would amount to essentially it would be either moving yourself, maneuvering yourself into a more vulnerable position, mm-hmm. um, outright taking damage from them or, uh, losing an ammunition of arrows. No. I'm not going to take any of those. Two. Brave man plays it safe. Deals two damage. Uh, So the ghoul that was just uh, stabbed through the chest has an arrow go into its head. And you can tell it's still trying to bite, but it has the arrow lodged in its jaw. So it's much slower in its biting motion, but it's still leaning towards Inoria. I come over to try and just slice, swipe, yeah, slice the stupid thing's jaw off, okay? Yeah, this is silly. just go for it. Oh, good one. Um, eight. Eight. Perfect. Uh, Do I get... Yeah, you, you, you succeed and roll your damage. Five. Five. Uh, yeah, you go up to it and see, go, pull out your dagger and go, it's easy, guys, you just have to do this. And you slice off its bottom jaw and the sort, the thing is rendered completely harmless. However, there was more than one ghoul, if we remember my description, and the other ghoul comes up and bites you on the shoulder. And you take six damage. Minus your armor if you have any. I think I do. I don't think you do. Do I not? I think you opted for nope. fancy clothes instead. I... <laughs> <laughs> yep. They're very impressed, but... Uh, Thank yeah. you. <laughs> the ghoul you is like, great. oh man, I just bit into some great looking clothes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I love the taste of silk fineries. <laughs> All right. Um, ow, 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 Anyone ow, else ow, with ow. an idea? I'm just going to have my bear go to fucking yeah. town. <laughs> just go to bear town yeah go to bear town all right it's a low ceiling though right probably pretty low ceiling yeah what? but the, it can it can be on two legs you know okay so um you will ha- i believe you're rolling its ferocity in a fight uh that's plus three all right uh 2d6 yep oh whoops uh 10 plus three Excellent. So that is an unmitigated success. Uh, you, yeah. So the way animal companions work is you, uh, roll your attack roll and it's adding its ferocity. So now you and the bear are working together. Okay. Uh, six plus three equals nine. All right. Um, so you, you, yeah, you, you do nine damage. So what, what happens is, uh, you roll behind the ghoul, drawing its attention to you, and, uh, it, it lunges forward, which brings it right beneath the hole, and the bear drops down the hole and crushes it utterly. Nice. Oh. Good job, Bercy Bear. 
Um, and then Anoria decides to pray. <laughs> and as to, Anor- uh, her, oh yeah, go ahead. She's saying a quick, fervent prayer as opposed to a "I'll kneel down and get really into it" prayer. <laughs> yeah, and actually, uh, the on that prayer, as you finish that prayer, Amen. Um, the the little pedestal that Bruce is standing on lowers into the ground and uh out of the walls of this temple uh little little arrows and darts start shooting at you guys um what do you do how do you react uh i'm gonna use i'm i'm uh, a ranger so i'm pretty lithe Mm -hmm. uh so uh do i have to roll to sort of do uh so if you've ever seen oceans 12 which I just watched recently, and it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, Vincent Castle does a sort of in the laser grid sort of thing. Uh, you want to do some capoeira? Capoeira, yes. Uh, I'm going to cap- capoeira uh, away from the darts. John Malkovich's head. <laughs> Capoeiraing away from darts. Yeah. Should I roll for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, roll for that. Um, That's a 10. All right. Excellent. You succeed. <laughs> now I want you to roll, uh, do a roll and add your bear's intellect, which is one. Yeah. Um, and the bear's going to try and do some capobara. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a capybara. So what am I rolling? A d6? Uh, yes. You're rolling two d6. Two. Oh, a d8. Uh, d8. Sorry. In my head, oh my I was thinking. You're just of... like rolling damage. <laughs> bear's <laughs> not. Well, that that's eight. all it means to you is damage. That was it? an eight. <laughs> Uh, I got a nine plus one ten. Excellent. So <laughs> you and the bear do a coordinated capoeira routine that coincidentally you'd think <laughs> with the bear's thickness and sheer mass that it would definitely get hit by these arrows, but it's absolutely not. Um, at the end of it, uh, you guys, you do, you do double backflips, uh, and, uh, land and then you sort of high five at the end of that. Uh, meanwhile, you two are still under a hail of Darts and arrows. I would like to run forward after they finish their cap, their capobara routine, and try to hide behind Bruce, the lesbian lady bear. Okay, so so you're you'd probably be doing this during the routine, yeah, hoping sure. that it blocks some of the arrows and darts. Okay, um, six. Do I do anything? Do I add anything for defy danger? Is that am I defying danger or defending? You would be defying danger, okay. and this is a dexterity based defy danger. Sweet, so plus one, so seven. Seven. So that is partially successful. <laughs> um, uh, so we know that uh, Bruce doing the capoeira did not at all get hit by any of the darts and arrows already. You were hoping that Bruce would block those darts and arrows. However, instead, they all came directly at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you ended up doing an elaborate dance routine, uh, just to block the arrows that were going to hit Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) So the reason that worked is because of you. Um, you're welcome, Bruce. And you're gonna take take victory away from my my Bruce. Half damage for that, you take two damage, um, minus the armor that you don't have. Guys, I'm struggling. She's real struggling (laughs) right now. Are you gonna make it? I don't know. It's not She's looking got, good. Yeah, yeah your hit points are up there. Yeah, no, so, um, anyway, Terrace the James, Jaguar. I'm wondering how many ghouls are left. Um, th- there were just the two. There were just the two chained okay. up, and then the trap went off. 
Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, uh, Honoria doesn't believe that the trap has anything to do with uh, her goddess forsaking her. She believes that it's somehow um, some sort of sign. So she takes a ghoul's <laughs> dead body and just shoves it in front of her. Oh, and uses it as uh, a the shield. One that, Better idea than the bear. Excellent. Uh, that's a defy <laughs> danger the, based on int- intelligence. Okay. So that is a 2d6, plus I have no intelligence modifier. Is that correct, James? That is that is correct on your character sheet. I okay. am seeing it now. Two, well, I mean, uh, if you roll a 2d6. That's yeah, you roll, yeah, you always roll yep. 2d6 in this system. Uh, I love that. <laughs> no complications. And she gets a, what is that? Hold on. <laughs> She gets an eight. Oh, oh. So it's mostly, it's definitely mostly successful. Um, uh, you, you, except the ghoul's body is not incredibly substantial. So some of those arrows poke through, and they poke at you. Um, you take uh, two damage minus any armor, and since you have two armor, you take no damage. So you have fully protected yourself. And finally, we're left with Taros the Jaguar, the Jaguar. Well, he's he's just going to use his literal cat-like reflexes <laughs> to uh, to avoid the hail of arrows. Like, yeah, I'm going to give you. I'll give you a forward one on that, just because you did point out he literally does have cat-like <laughs> reflexes right now. Yeah, right. All right, that's five plus one and one. Okay, seven. Seven. <laughs> so again, mostly successful. You managed to only take half damage from this. You, I think you pointed out, you said you ran across the wall, which was shooting the darts and arrows. <laughs> it was perhaps the worst place to run in this specific <laughs> circumstance. Uh, you've got two damage coming at you as well. I also have. And you have two armor. So it, you, again, you, it, you take no damage because you're thick hide. And it's just the bard who opted for fancy clothes. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing real hot, guys. Suffering again for that choice. All right. So when, far, nobody else is hurt. You've been bitten hard in the shoulder by a ghoul and then struck stabbed. by some marrow. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Thanks for thanks for laughing. That means a lot. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. I'm guys, I'm serious. I'm not in great shape here. I can't work like this, okay? Oh, baby. So you guys <laughs> are okay, in a <laughs> dark tunnel. You've just run past the area that shoots you with arrows and darts that exists in most tunnels. Yeah. It's something that they just install. Oh, you're probably going to want the dart and arrow tunnel, right? <laughs> um, and what are you guys doing? Uh, Terrace, I, I believe, has just uh, used the last of his natural energies uh, with his cat-like form. So he's just like slowly, the fur is going back into him, and he's getting taller, like back in the corner, panting. Um, but he's looking ahead at the dark, the dark. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey, we could really use a anybody. Anybody here afraid of spiders? Anybody? I'm deathly afraid of spiders. <laughs> All right, then I'm definitely going to do this." Um, it just turns into a, a, a giant, a giant tropical spider. I guess. Yeah, a giant tropical and spider, sud- as big as they and get. And suddenly, Anoria feels, you know, kind of turned on. You know. Oh wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Spider inspiring a lot of different reactions of people. Alright, roll it. It's a controversial. Oh yeah, that's the best. 11. Okay, yeah, eleven. So you definitely turn into a gigantic tropical spider. At least ten inches across, truly terrifying. 
hey, it's Taros. about as big as a spider like... could get. <laughs> hey, Taros, could you like weave me some silk or something to like fix my, my the shoulder of my gown? It's totally shredded. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, he skitters up the, the shoulder and starts weaving. <laughs> Thank <laughs> a you. Patch. Yeah, you've got you got a forward two to weaving, which is which is an intelligence based check. Let's see how you do. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah, that's mostly successful. Uh, you know, because it's just white, uh, it doesn't quite fit into the color scheme of the gown, but it's definitely great silk work. Thank you. I feel I feel a little bit better, guys. <laughs> Just reaches out like one <laughs> spidery leg and like just strokes her cheek, like <laughs> comforting. <laughs> All right, what are you guys doing? So Honoria's heading, uh, uh, you know, feeling confident that she knows the path to the chalice. She's sensing it out and uh, looking, sensing ahead for for any energy of. Honoria has the ability to telepathically sense the female presence mm. ahead of her. After she's met them, she can't communicate until she's met them. So she's doing that and heading down the... Um, yeah, so ro- make make your role uh, for whichever. sensing a female presence. Okay, that would be um, wisdom, which is my um, which is a plus one. So that is 2d6 plus one. And that role is a nine. All right. Um, so you do indeed sense a powerful... You, you sense a great female presence um, uh, deeper in this tunnel. Um, it's strange. It, 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 it feels it feels as though like it doesn't feel like a human presence. It feels like a very large creature. You can't you can't quite figure out what's going on here. And I would like to ask. Um, I'd like to discern realities, please. All right, roll that. Okay. So that is a 2d6. That's just an 8. <laughs> All right, so you get to ask one of the discern realities questions. Okay, I would like to ask, what here is not what it appears to be? Mm. You look at these walls. Like when when you first entered uh this dungeon, it appeared to be very ancient. Uh, but you looked at looking at the chains that were on the ghouls, looking at the arrows and darts that came out of that wall. They've all been loaded recently. Uh, it, mm. it, it, it seems that this dungeon is not as old as it appeared to be. Honoria turns back to the group and says, someone has, I believe, perhaps, that someone has, has, oh, usurped. Ha <laughs> the <laughs> my my goddess's temple. There's something here that is not of her making, and she continues forward. Yeah, while well, all that's going on, I'm climbing up uh, the back of Halleck. <laughs> so here's what I think we should do. I'm gonna go forward, and I'm gonna. <laughs> And the bear, the bear is like, it's freaking out too. So I take off running uh, down the hallway. Uh, uh, you know, not really because I'm so afraid. I'm I'm just sprinting down the hallway uh, towards the opposite end. 
Right, right. Um, and as you're sprinting, uh, you're, you're going, you're going so fast that none of this affects you. But like jets of fire are shooting out of the wall. <laughs> there's swinging axes from the ceiling. <laughs> you just go right past all of it. Okay. Um, so I'm <laughs> past it, but I can. Uh, I shake off this. I throw the spider off of me, <laughs> uh, and I yell back. All right, uh, there's a lot of traps. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Halick. <laughs> uh, lucky, lucky for you guys. You you saw where the traps were, so you're able to pass them without much incident. Sweet. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, and as you get there, um, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Player input is more important, more important than GM input. So you just go ahead. Seriously, go ahead. It's all on you. God damn it. No, uh, I was going to say, <laughs> this is what happens when there's a slight second delay between, yeah. I don't know if you know this audience, but I am not in the room with these lovely people. You're time traveling. I am far yeah. across the country. Oh, don't worry, we'll cut all <laughs> And we all are loving technology right yet. now. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, or Honoria is uh, heading directly towards um, the, the strong presence sense with a single-minded purpose. Her sword is lax in her hand, and she, her eyes are shining, and she's mumbling something over and over again. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> All right, I'm a spider, and I'm really creeped either. out right now. <laughs> um. And Honoria's hair starts to light up like this glow, and it starts to whip around as if there's a wind from nowhere. Yeah, and the door that's in well, front of you guys is a massive door in front of you, and it lights up with a corresponding glow. And Honoria stands there in some sort of trance. Um, and then a, the voice of a goddess echoes from the heavens, um, and it speaks with Honoria's lips. My temple! Uh, wait, this is a female goddess, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that wow. sounded female. Did it? <laughs> you know. My yeah, a, temple like has evil. been besmirched by an evil presence. I am counting on you, <laughs> adventurers, to take care of it. Okay, I'm just gonna... get rid of the whole thing. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be uh, charming and open and speak frankly with this terrifying with the lady. goddess. <laughs> yeah, she's great. <laughs> I'm going to be. I'm going to try and be charming and open with three <laughs> plus charisma. Yeah. Yep. Plus charisma. So five. Five. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's... Do I? Ask it's a, a failure. And yeah. keep that in mind as you ask your question. Okay. Um. What do you wish I would do? Just. Just take care of it. <laughs> How hot is there's an evil I don't know, get a plastic cup and and a piece of paper and put it under the evil presence and set it outside, smash it with a rock, hit it with some raid. Can I, I ask, don't know. Can I ask a question as well. Yeah. What are you saying that the evil presence is a spider? I I'm not gonna confirm or deny that. Just there's just some evil in here. You're adventurers. I'm a goddess. That's the transaction. 
I just want I just want to know before I go any further is it apart from the spider that is a part of our party is there any spiders coming up further on that I should know about uh, because my bear is deathly afraid of spiders <laughs> not me my bear not me Well, gods aren't really in the information, in the business of passing out useful information. We mostly speak in, you know, cheeky metaphor. All right. So no spiders. So I'd <laughs> say, point, I'd say the evil in out. here is bottom of the barrel. Okay. At this point, Honoria, like a, a you know, like a rolled up cigarette, magically appears, like a like a herb rolled up, you know, and she just starts puffing. <laughs> you know, uh, this is really freaking out, uh, Spider Taros. He lets out a thread like at the end of Charlotte's Web, and just like 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 a uh, floats away on whatever wind was there. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Um, and yeah, you you actually carry that draft through uh some of the stonework in the wall, and it carries you to the next room, uh, where there is a big crank. On, on the back of that door, um, there's no, there, there appears that this large glowing door, it appears there's no way in from the outside, but as you've maneuvered yourself behind it, you've found the, the, the way to seal it from the other side. So, oh, cool. Well, I guess I, uh, started working that crank then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, roll a strength <laughs> check. Work that crank. Wait. Crank it. I should probably not be a spider anymore. <laughs> you start doing it as a spider, and then you're like, wait a minute. There's a, there's a better way to go about solving this problem. I turn into a, a bear. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yes. He can't see me. I, I know it's you. okay in he private. can't see you. <laughs> private bear time. Uh, nine. That's whatever. I don't know. Um, eleven. Oh yeah, so that that is successful. You, uh, you managed to use your titanic bear strength to turn the wheel and slowly pull back the gigantic stone doorway. Um, the glowing secedes and uh, the goddess fades, and uh, you are now left alone with your mission. Uh, what can I do? Uh, discern real. What does the room look like? Do I have to do discern realities? Yeah, do discern realities. Oh, okay. oh, these are yours. Oh god, that was close. Um uh, it would be what, wisdom or intelligence or what? Um for this I'll make it wisdom. Well, I'm failed. Uh so <laughs> seven. Seven. Uh so you get uh one discern realities question. Uh but where are we? Um what should I be on the lookout for? Um, you look, you, you peer into this room. Uh, it's incredibly dark. Nobody has mentioned anything about a light spell yet or a torch. So you're just peering <laughs> into the darkness. You're like getting really close to stuff. You're looking at it. You, you can barely see. You reach out to the walls and your, your hand falls on something soft and you, you pull it over to yourself and you feel it's like, it feels like silk. There's a silk tapestry on Ooh. this wall. 
Honoria's hair might still be glowing. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's a little <laughs> bit. There's some glowing highlights. <laughs> spiders! It's spiders! It's spiders! It's silky spiders! It's silky spider tapestry! We're in the hole of the calm spider down, queen! Haley, it's a spider! No, I know it's a spider queen! Okay, okay, calm. All right. I'm sure if you guys turn on a light, it won't be that bad. Does anybody? You don't need to turn a light on. I'm absolutely certain of it. I've never been more certain of anything in my life. <laughs> Am I still trapped in a small stone room? No, no, no. You got. You, you're, they, you open the door for them. They're in, in there with you. Oh, okay. This is the well, I, I also room. freak out and I start tearing everything down with my uh, with my bare strength and a. Uh, yeah, like a, a a blind panic. Um, I, I like how prone to blind panic this adventuring party is. <laughs> Anoria walks over to Halik and says, snap out of it, would ya? And then she puffs on her cigarette and then she goes, God, I'm starving. I'd love a ham sandwich. And then she looks completely surprised. <laughs> completely uh, surprised charming and open at what has just come out of her mouth I'd like to be charming and open with Honoria here if that's okay yeah, I uh, think that... yeah 11 bitches so Sorry. you managed to be charming to somebody okay, um... <laughs> I'd like to be charming and Anoria's yeah like... bitch I'm charming as fuck I'm delightful like Bill Murray charming. <laughs> and Honoria says yeah we girls gotta stick together uh, and then she goes Look, first thing we need around here is a light source. You know, something that'll light us something way. Let me pray for one. Dear goddess, you got a fucking light source? And the glowing in your hair. completely surprised. The glowing in your hair returns uh, very vigorous. Uh, Your cigar starts glowing up a little bit, too. Uh, And light fills the room. Uh, And, Halik, you're actually able to look at uh, the tapestry that you've been tearing up in your hands. It's a magnificent (laughs) all-black silk tapestry (laughs) of a gigantic hairy spider leg. Um, And all of this room is just filled with dark silk spidery accoutrement. And there is a massive... uh, stone circle in the center of the floor that is over a gigantic pit that leads down that has a little bit of red glowing light emanating from it. All right, guys, I am not going first this time. <laughs> and the uh, the female presence that you felt, Honoria, grows stronger yet. Honoria would like to use her telepathic skill. Um, and she, I mean, she is... She she can't tell the voice that's coming out of her mouth. This is amazing. I mean, she just doesn't know where it's coming from or doesn't feel like her, but but she just feels like she has never felt more alive in her life. She is completely one with her with her goddess and she's having a religious uh experience, absolutely. A fervous uh a fervous Trevor whatever that is. <laughs> Fervous Trevor. You guys are like, what the hell? She's having, a, with she's you. having a Trevor. Yeah, Trevor, yeah. Yeah, no, I get she's it. Having a tre- Trevor, that really religious um, anyway, kid. <laughs> I would like to use her, her skill of uh, telepathically communicating and, and, and ask the voice, so, are you what's defiled my temple? <laughs> and the voice, the voice reaches back and, um, it speaks not in one voice, but in many 
many hushed, whispering voices. I have defiled nothing. There was nothing before me. I am the temple, and this is my domain. Yo, I am really spooked out right now. Just, uh... (laughs) <laughs> Bear jump right down that hole. Yeah. Um. Uh. <laughs> the bear starts Scooby Doing out. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and do an arcane art. So, um, this is I get to weave a performance into a basic spell. So I just want everyone to like chill out. Ooh. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and just start like singing soothingly to everyone in the party, so we can all focus on what we've just heard. Yeah. Sing some soothing songs. <laughs> Don't even look at the and Anoria starts spider. There's nothing to worry about. Come on, everybody. Uh-huh. Just keep your pants on. We're gonna get oh, out of yeah. this dungeon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you can get joined by the, by the deific lounge singer. She clearly does some sort of floor <laughs> routine in a casino. That's apparent. Um, but yeah, so so you have uh, sung your song. Roll for it. Let's see if eight plus charm. Yep, ten. Ten, ten. So that uh, everybody's got forward one to their next action. Uh, you've so you the, you've been calmed a little bit. It's uh, even though it's a gigantic spider, your biggest fear ever. Uh, it speaks in a super creepy voice. Uh, you think you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> um, I. <clears throat> so we're looking at a gigantic spider right now. You're looking at a, a big hole in the ground with a uh, red glow emanating from the bottom. Well, I ha- I mean, can, how deep is it? Um, it's hard to tell from over here. Well, I jumped into it. Oh, you just jumped <laughs> into just, it? He just jumped into it. Like a while ago, yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's right. Uh, Taros, uh, you, you fall for maybe like a, a second, and then you, you, like, you're expecting to hit the ground hard, uh, but instead, uh, you hit something that's like kind of like a wire, and it starts to, to stretch and slow down. And then you hit another one, another one, another one. And you feel yourself being propelled and sprung back up. However, instead of your body leaving that wire, you're stuck to it. Motherfucker. What else is this like? <laughs> and you're, you're looking down. You're, you're now uh, looking into the inky blackness of, of this hole. Uh, you, you wonder where that red glow came from earlier. And then all of a sudden, and the walls around you and the uh, the, the pit beneath you... Uh, red specks start lighting up all over, and it sort of spreads like a like hot coals sparking up. And there are hundreds of thousands of red eyes, and enormous spiders start crawling towards you, Taros. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I think I made a mistake out here, guys. It's a giant spider web with a lot of spiders. <laughs> Somebody help me out. Uh, Anoria throws her lit cigar down and says, This is from the goddess. <laughs> Use it to touch each spider. It'll get him out of your way. 
and she throws it down. So the cigar lands <laughs> perfectly in your lips. <laughs> my, my bare lips? In your bare lips. <laughs> I, I, guess I, I guess I take a puff of it and like that... that that uh, that theme from the the Matrix lobby shooting scene starts playing like that. <laughs> as you as you uh take a puff of it, when when the coal glows red, uh the the spiders back up a little bit. Um, but once you finish breathing in, they continue on. So you start continually breathing in the cigar smoke, trying to keep the spiders at bay. Try, try burning the web with the with the cigar. Good idea. I spit the cigar out like onto the web next time. <laughs> All right, that's gonna that's gonna take. Uh, I, I think I defy danger, and uh, you can actually try and justify me. Like, which stat do you want to use, and why do you think you use that stat? <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Um. I- I think I'll uh, I'll take in everything that's around me and try to find like the best place for it to. Oh yeah, you've uh, been you know. a spider before. You know how these webs are constructed, so yeah. you know the weak point. Every spider web has like a self-destruct <laughs> web that if you burn it or break so it at all, I squint and I narrow my vision right at like this one little cluster. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it. All right, roll it. Use detective vision. <laughs> Yeah, he just turned on detective vision. Why haven't you guys done the whole Eight, dungeon in that? Is he saying wisdom? I guess a ten. A ten. So yes, uh, you manage. You manage to hit the weak spot, and uh, your your sticky. It's instantly not sticky where you are. It's like <laughs> it burns up like like the stickiness is like this weird kerosene like material, <laughs> and it just burns off the stickiness while the web is still maintains its integrity. And now you're balancing on the spider webs. Uh you're still probably, I'm gonna say, about uh ten feet from the mouth of the hole. Um uh but you're now free from the webs and you look up and you can't believe you didn't notice this before, but there was a large tunnel above you and uh, above you uh, dangling on a web now coming down to be suspended is a large creature with a with a big black body of this of a spider it, this creature is probably about 10 feet tall and instead of the head that you would see with the spider is a a woman's torso. It's sort of like a centaur spider or the creature known as the drider. Yeah. Cool. Um so I'm I'm currently a bear on a tightrope <laughs> while a, a drider is descending from above to And many and many spiders crawl towards you. Spider, 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 spider. All right, I thought I was good before, guys, but uh seems that things have just gotten worse. Yeah, what are you guys doing? How are <laughs> well, you reacting? Well, if you're going to gonna die, give me my cigar back first. And uh, Anoria uh, says a little prayer for her cigar to come back to her hand. I don't know if the prayer works or not. Um, you're going to have to make a, some sort of test of faith. Uh, use, use your, uh, use your, uh, wisdom sort of like just pure willpower. Will that cigar back into you? Okay. Uh, so, uh, Honoria is like, she wants her magic cigar back. So she does that. And her wi- uh, wisdom is, uh, one. So she's going to roll that and, oh, get a seven. Oh, <laughs> uh, not quite enough. Um, mm-hmm. 
as you uh you 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 get this uh, the cigar doesn't come quite to you uh sort of light emanates from the tunnel it's going to float up to you when the drider reaches out this okay this is another artifact of the goddess anatolia I will become the new goddess when I combine it with this chalice. Um, and she pulls out. She pulls out uh, this. She she pulls out a chalice that looks like a coffee mug that says uh, "World's Best God" on it. <laughs> um, and the two objects glow in tandem. It's a spider god. It's a spider god. I told you it was a spider god. I knew it. I said it. I told you. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. The, the, the okay. golden glow of Anatolia's uh, love, Jewishly motherly love, uh, yes, yes. starts to be corrupted and it turns black <laughs> and red and uh, the objects turn into world's greatest evil god. <laughs> and cigars are just evil anyway, so. What, what's terrible? And, 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 uh, Okay, Anoria t- gets like these these nasty like eye fake eyelashes and you know a couple of wrinkles <laughs> and she starts to look and she a, and a her, beauty her, mark. Um, her armor turns into a uh, into a, a kind of a, a ratty bat- bathrobe you know <laughs> oh, yeah, curler curlers in her hair curlers Taros how are you Every- reacting uh, to Taros this? is uh, he he's grabbing onto the web now that's not sticky anymore and mm-hmm. he's like. Like bouncing up and down. Okay, on trying it, to build uh, some trying momentum. To, like, slingshot himself up. He's going to. He's going to launch his giant bear body onto uh, the drider. Grab the drider. Yeah. Okay. I'm also taking aim with my bow at this point. I'm pulling out my bow and arrow. Okay, so um, roll your bow as an aid to Taros. Taros, you're going to make an attack against this drider. Let's do it, buddy. All right. Uh, so you you leap. So the the bear springs forth uh, from the well uh, that is full of horrible spiders, and he attempts to uh, grab on to the drider. Meanwhile, our brave ranger, uh, you know, loads back an arrow uh, to shoot at <laughs> to shoot at the bear. Uh, and instead, what happens is the arrow connects directly with the bear. <laughs> Who's springing from the hole? Um, so I need you to roll damage, Alex. Oh, fuck. oh no! Yeah, this isn't. I think this is the second time this might have happened. <laughs> Not very good at aiming in combat four. under duress. Okay, so four damage comes at the bear. However, you also rolled. Uh, you also rolled a below ten. So, the, or, yeah. What what did you roll on that? I rolled a six. Okay, six. So an outright failure. Uh, so the drider strikes at you, hitting you for seven damage. Um, oh, Jesus. Yeah, this is not good. And also... Uh, <laughs> what a one-two point. The, so, 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 like, you jump up, you get hit with the arrow, and you, like, freak out, and then the spider's legs wrap around you, grab you from the air, uh, and she brings you in uh, as if for a kiss, and then... Uh, bites into your neck and you feel poison enter your veins and in addition to everything else you are now sickened great damn every decision that i make (laughs) 
and has had horrible results. So sickened, uh, I'm sorry. Is minus one to your constitution I modifier. Like you dick. Um. So, <laughs> and I, I take so it's seven, seven, seven from her, and then four from four from him. But that's two separate attacks. You re- reduce each by two, so, so five from total. her and two from him. Okay. So, seven overall. So, does anybody have any ideas? Our brave druid is in the hands of a drider. Halic, not very good with a bow. I my, I killed one of the owlbears. That's true. Let's remember that victory. <laughs> I'm, going for, I'm going for it again. Okay. I got another arrow, right? If nobody else steps forward, yeah, just, just load up. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Plus dexterity, right? Yeah. Six. Six. <laughs> Again, an abject failure. Uh, this time, you're like, maybe if I'll get closer. Uh, so you... <laughs> You go, you go, you run up the hole. <laughs> However, the, the, uh, fragments of the shredded tapestries are all <laughs> over the ground. And, like, one of the tapestry rods is just sitting out there. You go, oh, 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 <laughs> And you tumble into the spider pit. Oh, fuck me. Um, luckily you have the wherewithal, uh, to, you know, grab on to one of the webs. But now you are completely surrounded by spiders. Oh, Jesus. Um, so you take the disadvantage that is shaky. Um, this is minus to your dexterity. Uh, or, uh, you're, yeah, you're going to take scarred because you're emotionally scarred right now. <laughs> and you're taking a disadvantage to your charisma of minus one. <laughs> My charisma is already so. My charisma is minus two now. Yes, <laughs> you're the least charismatic creature. Things are looking grim. Colin has just been bitten by the drider. Bruce, Bruce, come, come, reach your paw down so I can catch, grab onto it. All right, so make a roll with Bruce's intellect. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't. Bruce doesn't have intellect. One. Bruce has an intellect of one. Cunning. You're cunning. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Uh, six. <laughs> so, a Bruce is <laughs> reaching, a, reaching a, a paw down, but leans too far and also falls into the no! spider pit. So, it's <laughs> just Honoria and I who are no, not in the pit at this point. Is that correct? Yes. All right, girlfriend. Here, here. I don't know if you recall, but, um, I used to do this thing in a show I used to do, and it's got a it's got a couple of acrobatic tricks. I'm not feeling too great, but I think we can handle it. Are you are you willing to to get after this broad together? Yes, and uh, and Noria says absolutely. I love it. And then because uh, Noria is still possessed by her goddess, but she wants to do a lay on hands on um <laughs> Fris. Uh, on Friss and um and help her to heal that wound so that they can bind together and help the guys out of the pit. Bless you, honey. So, Ugh, uh, I'm getting too old. So for this she just, adventure. she just reaches over and she just takes, takes Fritz's hand, right. Her face, right in her hands. And she just leans forward and she just goes, Mwah! Oh yeah. Big wet, <laughs> big wet mom kiss. Slop, sloppy smells a cigar and, and she's drinking some gin and that coffee cup of hers oh. that says, goddesses do it better and um <laughs> and so that is a charisma role 
And unfortunately, uh, Honoria's charisma, even with her goddess power, is negative one, according to her character sheet. Mm -hmm. So let me just pull up my dice roller that I, oh, crap, a three. She adds, Honoria adds a little extra tongue just to kind of hope, hopefully, <laughs> hope pass the, the goddess along. To her. It, it doesn't help. And then she says, <laughs> she says, do you feel better, darling? <coughs> I... We are really fucking up. You are fucking up. You're um, gaining honey, experience. Honey, honey, honey. I'm flattered. I'm very, I'm very flat. Thank you. I, um, so yeah. And she <laughs> okay, awkwardly so like pats her on the shoulder. Okay, so go ahead and do your thing now, sweetie. Oh, God. Oh, God. Does anybody have a rope Do your thing. Let's get these guys out of the pit. <laughs> I think I have a rope. Uh, Nope. Nobody's. Got I've got a about. stolen horn. Yeah, um, Honoria has a rope. Yeah, isn't it left in the entrance it's, to the dungeon? Yeah, yeah it's, so you it's can get back entrance, down. You're right. We did. We did I, not take it back. No. Um. <laughs> so in the meantime, while you guys are trying to figure out what what's going on, uh, the Spider Queen uh, is starting to wrap uh, wrap uh, Taros up. Yeah. Can I use to save him for later? Can I use my immense bear-like strength? Yeah, you'll Just you'll use one, one of your yeah you, as your final bear move. Use yeah. it. That'll add forward one to this roll. Oh, six, seven, eight. Yeah, nine, nine, nine. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, you are struggling against her, um, and you do take damage as you escape her grasp. But uh, you will use your immense bear-like strength uh, to fully shrug her off. You take four damage um, as you uh, force her spider legs back um, and fall directly into the spider pit beneath you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that four total, or that's that's four total? Um, but four, but minus your okay. minus your armor. Jesus. All right, then a six. <laughs> Oh God! All right. How far down is uh, Bruce in the spider pit? Um, that you're all like Bruce is like perhaps maybe four feet below you, uh, and then uh, crashing down uh, is Taros, who's transformed back from a bear and lands uh, directly on top of Bruce in a compromising position. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from my bear. I'm just, I'm still woozy from the poison. I'm just like, mm, yeah. It's leaning Anoria, in. That's what they say. Uh, you know, Anoria turns to Fritz and says, I want to see a show, darling. I paid good money for a show. Get these guys out of the pit. Do your thing. All right. So I'm going to do an arcane art to do another, weave performance into a spell. And I'm going to, um, uh, I basically just want to find a way to, like, maybe my... Can I, like, sing a spell to get them out of the pit? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, depends on what kind of song you're going to do. Well, it's going to be a <laughs> jazz number, obviously. Mm -hmm. And um, well, What are the fucking lyrics so I can, uh... Let's sing a song here, huh? Okay. <laughs> so, um, Frizz goes, All right, that's it. We fucked around long enough. I'm getting too old for this bullshit. My dress is ruined, and I'm done fussing around. All right? And five, six, seven, eight. Get on out of that pit, you schmucks. Get on out. Get on out. She's obviously so, gallivanting yeah. around the cave. <laughs> so she's doing, doing a can-can, and yeah. uh, you guys feel, uh... 
You guys feel a massive, ugly spider legs grow out of your sides and backs. And oh, no. those help you walk up the walls out of the pit. You're welcome, gentlemen. You're very welcome. The bear is terrified. Halek is terrified. Terrace is fighting to stay conscious. Noah is like snapping her fingers like, this is great. I love this song. I'm going to ah. use my spider legs to draw back my bow. <laughs> and I'm take, yeah, take a shot. shot with spider like accuracy. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to fucking do it this time. Yeah. One of these has got to hit pay dirt. Oh, yeah. 11. Bang, 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 bang. I'll roll that with, damage with, uh, with, with plus two dexterity, this is a thirteen. All right. Uh, so, so you have the and you have the option of adding an extra d six to this damage if you want. Sure. Do it. All right, and this will use up an ammunition. Uh, so I believe you started with three ammunition. You now have two ammunition. Um, okay. And uh, as you just shoot more arrows than usual, because I have more. You have legs. so many, so many legs. Right. Sure. Um, five and then a d six. Mm-hmm. Three, so eight. Eight damage. Excellent, excellent. How dare you? Um. <laughs> I am one of your spider children now. You I understand your spider ways. Then understand the act of having your mother eat her young. She she barrels forward, takes takes a bite at you guys, and her her legs actually like jut out and try and pin you guys down individually. Um, so roll a defy danger based on dexterity as you try and get out of her way. Nine for me. All right. If anybody on nine to seven uh, is going to succeed, but you'll have dropped your weapon and or instrument. Um, and everybody who, uh, gets, uh, gets away with it, or, like gets above 10, gets away with it. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I, uh below seven? seven for Honoria. Okay. So seven, you lose your weapon, but you're still, you get away okay. without getting hurt. And, and, uh, well, Honoria's weapon was her, uh, cigar. So, so yeah, that's gone. At the current moment. As well as her sword. And for those who were unfortunate enough to roll below seven, take two damage. Two? Two damage as a spider leg uh, sort of uh, snap, like slaps you down. Okay. I'm at 14 HP. Okay. Or 12, Me. actually. Okay. <laughs> all right. Teros um, has lost his weapon, but it's no trouble at all. He's going to use the poison that's within himself and uh, wrap himself up into the form of like a like a spitting snake, like a mm-hmm. venomous cobra. Do I still to... have my weapon? Um. Uh. You do. Uh, however, you are now taking a penalty to strength, um, because you injured you, you were injured on your leg slightly. Sure. Cool. All right. And I'm presuming that Frizz lost her corset because that's the only weapon she has left available. No, I had a dagger. Never mind. That's a dagger. It's gone. It's gone. It's on the ground. What was that? Um, Jessa? Noria is uh, (laughs) going to do a quick, another quick prayer to her goddess, praying for that mug of gin. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, she's going to roll a 2d6 plus her wisdom. All right. She's going to get a 9 on that. She's attempting to have that uh, coffee cup of gin that her goddess was holding throw it up on the spider in hopes to either kill it with the acid, hopes it turns into acid, or get her drunk. She's not, you know, she's not sure. But that's all she has okay, available Okay, so to what's going to happen is, uh, I believe uh, Taros was transforming into a spitting viper, correct? Yeah. Okay, so um, you, uh, you, you, you transform into your spitting viper, make that roll. Cool. I uh, like 12. 12, perfect. Uh, so you can add 2d6 to this roll as you spit your viper venom uh, and you throw your gin mug uh, and in the middle of the air, the gin lights up with heavenly fire and mixes with the uh, snake venom, creating a righteous venom, which uh, spreads out over the drider. So roll that. Another 2d6. Ro- yeah, roll 2d6 in addition to whatever your damage your normal damages okay so three six. excellent okay five six seven thirteen eight. yeah great thirteen excellent um so the 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 no! uh, and uh her 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 dry, her spider body lights on fire she starts flailing around um, and uh, the spider body recedes from the human form and it comes tumbling out. And you recognize uh, both Halic and uh, Fritz recognize uh, the woman Halic, the young woman that you killed. And Fritz, your childhood best friend, tumbles out of the spider body. She was the evil goddess all along. No. What? And then <laughs> Spider Bear just goes to fucking town. On <laughs> it's a bear. You can't stop it from just. She's about to explain her tragic backstory and why she turned to a life of evil when Bruce is just. Oh! Fucking spider! <laughs> and just eats and eats her. And Halix like, oh, could have cleared my name. Princess Morania, we were best friends. <laughs> now that bear's eating her. Bruce! Bad bear! Very <laughs> Should I roll bad for bear. That? <laughs> Should I roll for that? Try or did and that control happen? the bear. Yes. Can I roll? Yeah, you say no, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't go to fucking town. Yeah. Because go to fucking town is. By a command. That's a yeah. command. <laughs> Sit, heal, go to fucking town. Uh, what to, what do I? What bonus do I get for this? Like, what do I add? Um, this is your charisma. Why? Why charisma? Why charisma? <laughs> why? Because you're commanding your bear. Fuck! It's your force of personality <laughs> of your bear. So, uh, eight minus two is six. <laughs> <laughs> so what you say is you, you, your voice is a little bit weak because of the fight Bruce don't go to fucking town <laughs> <laughs> alright I'm going to be charming and open and speak frankly with Princess Morania the broad who she's dead she's oh, super she's dead she's super dead that Never bear mind. killed her way hard <laughs> <laughs> oh, no but Wait. what is left 
are the sacred cigar and chalice are 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 left on the ground. I'm sorry, everyone. And Noria grabs the uh, chalice, and, and she she says, "Goddess, you have not failed me." And then a voice comes out of her and says, "Yeah, I should sure didn't, but let's put something really nice in here." And all of a sudden, well. I'm hoping. Yeah, all, all, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the, the dusty, drafty dungeon that had been <laughs> covered with fetishistic spider art uh, <laughs> cleans up, and it's covered with now floral wallpaper and wood paneling, uh, and a deep, a deep green shag carpet uh, <laughs> springs up. <laughs> nice. Springs up around, uh, <laughs> and it, it's just very tastefully decorated. I'm- it for Anoria does a prayer for um some some apple oh what was apple that pucker drink? apple apple, apple pucker. pucker she yeah. says if you really loved me goddess for all that I have done to restore your temple you would give me the truest reward the true reward restore my chalice and you're a virgin again I guess. <laughs> No, not, oh my, that's, <laughs> not, that's yes, what, not, that's yes. not what you meant, but that's what happened. <laughs> that's exactly Restore what Restore a chalice? Like, what oh, is that, a metaphor? No. I know what a metaphor is. There you go, sweetheart. You got your chalice back. And Hyman <laughs> springs back into place. <laughs> <laughs> and Anoria's like, oh no. Oh no. And she takes a deep swig of pucker if there's any in her glass. Oh, it's gin. <laughs> she takes it's a swig just of, gin. A, <laughs> she takes a swig of, of whatever's in that mug and <sighs> sighs. Frizz goes, honey, I need a I need a swig of that and, and snatches the mug neatly and, from her and, fingers. And Norris is like passing it around. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Taros, drunk snake <laughs> on the ground, remembers the days of his youth and when he first knew that he would be a druid. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's how I got my powers. Ever tell you guys? I got drunk, and I woke up, and I was a snake. (laughs) True story. Do I still have spider legs? Uh, Yep. That hasn't gone away. Uh, I ask, uh, will these ever go away? (laughs) I ask just out loud. uh, Make it a a prayer. Uh, Use your... Charisma. Charisma. Yeah, make off charisma. A charisma prayer? Yeah. Because okay. they're from me, right? Okay. What's up? They're from me, right? The spider legs. Yeah, they're yeah. from you. Seven. Yeah, so the spider legs wear off and wither away. However, uh, the spell does leave a semi-permanent effect on you. For the next month, your legs are extremely hairy. <laughs> it looks good um, on you, honey. It looks good. Fine black hairs. The, the legs of uh, Robin Williams. So, Jason Statham. <laughs> Jason Statham. Waist up from the waist up. Robin, Robin Williams waist down, uh, and then John Malkovich's head. What a what a great combination! And with that, you guys have defeated the Spider Queen. Yay! And you. Uh, and and uh, Noria uh, has done her quest. <laughs> yes, and you've you've uh, restored the temple. Uh, it starts rumbling, and you feel it raising <laughs> from the earth, and beautiful natural sunlight uh, uh, enters and fill, fills the temple's halls, which are all you know beautiful, beautiful floral print uh, wallpaper and wood paneling, and um, 
you hear the voice of the goddess echo, Now you should all go play outside. You could use some fresh air. <laughs> hey, um, I have a question. And Anoria goes, <laughs> Why? Why was it that uh that, that really spooky devil-like guy uh, sent us here in the first place? That's my ex-husband. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's party! <laughs> <laughs> and with that, the adventure is concluded with every plot hole and loose end tied up. <laughs> why? It's almost believable that this was recorded in a single session. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, no problem. Yay! Well, that's it for One Shot This Week, heroes. Be sure to stop in next week for our C2E2 extravaganza. If you want to hear more from Jessa, check her out at the Jessa channel on YouTube. She does Let's Plays of video games like Skyrim and actual plays of games like Dungeon World. You can actually check out her new series, Crafts and Conquest, which uses an all-lady cast to play Dungeon World. It's pretty great. If you're a fan of One Shot, be sure to stop by for conventions. We'll be at CodCon at the College of DuPage in Illinois, April 4th through 6th, and at C2E2, April 25th through 27th. Let's hear some copy about that. The Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, also known as C2E2, is a convention spanning the latest and greatest in comics, movies, television, toys, anime, manga, and video games. Bringing the best of popular culture to downtown Chicago on April 25th through 27th. C2E2's show floor is packed with hundreds of exhibitors, panels, and guests, such as Adam Hughes, Brian Azzarello, Eve Miles, and more. It also has autograph sessions, giving fans a chance to interact with their favorite creators, and screening rooms featuring sneak peeks of films and television shows months before they hit either the big or small screen. Join us for the best weekend of the year, April 25th through 27th. For more info, head over to C2E2.com. Remember, guys, One Shot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes and follow us at OneShotRPG on Twitter. And finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. A castle